0: Before we start with our podcast, we would like to apologize for the less-than-ideal sound quality. We understand that this isn't the best look, but the lockdown makes it difficult to get our hands on quality equipment. We promise to bring you better sound quality very soon. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Inklav Avas, the official podcast of Project In Club, which endorses to document the untold stories of India. We wish to look beyond the mainstream stories that eclipse the grassroots and instead capture the stories that were overshadowed in all their glory.
1: The LGBTQ+ community has come far and has further to go. If you're not someone who identifies to any of the orientations in the spectrum, it's easy to stay away from the main talking points of the conversation. Lived experiences really make up a substantial part of the story. And we at Enclave hours seek to bring those raw narratives to you, to give you a glimpse of what people from this community feel and go through. Our guest today is arguably India's biggest mainstream drag icon. You probably know him by his drag name, Rani Noor. If you haven't guessed it now, it's Sushant Divgikar. My conversation with Sushant Today revolved around the idea of education and gender roles. We discussed the virtues of acceptance, tolerance, and personal choice. Uh, first of all, I'd like to begin by congratulating you for Forbes 30 under 30. I mean, I think it's already been a month since it came out.
2: Uh, yes, it's been, it, I it got the news in Feb actually, no, Feb or March. Once I, when did we get the news about the Forbes? I'm asking my mother. Huh. I, I think it was Feb. So for me, I, I actually got on two power lists this year. And um, one was uh, an Indian power list uh, for, for the youth and for uh, young achievers. And one was the Forbes Asia list which is an international list so uh, my year started off very well <laughs> and then I think everybody was you know have everybody had to go through this uh, uh, this pandemic and so it was like a little uh, crazy but you know I had initially because I got a lot of uh, I did a lot of work in the first two months like a lot of good work that I would believe it's good like I did um, I, I collaborated with a couple of Organizations that I'd always wanted to collaborate with, and so I got the rec- the recognition that you know um, that I, you know, as an artist, uh, you always it's always really really nice, and you know you really appreciate when other people appreciate your contribution. So it was a really fun uh, start to the year, and I I'm sure that uh, you know like I mean as we progress into the year, I think uh, you know it'll get better. I think if you all Uh, Are together and you know we fight this pandemic together. So I think that uh, it's very essential that whoever is listening to this or any other form of communication or you know any content that they're consuming, Mm -hmm. I want them to know that it you know there is just this is just a phase, and uh, we're all again as I said we're in this together and. let's support each other, let's be more compassionate, let's be more, uh, you know, uh, uh, let's empathize more with the marginalized, especially communities uh, of society. And, you know, even within the LGBT community, and this is what I was saying, um, because I I was supposed to work with an organization around my birthday, which is next month, and we had spoken about this uh, in Jan. You know, so I was supposed to do this collaboration with this uh, organization, which rehabilitates trans transgender sex workers. And uh, unfortunately, you know, now poor things have aware uh, uh, of us trying to be there for them and stuff like that. but it, it's really tough, and uh, you know when I when I heard some stories, I was just broke my heart. Uh, so you know, like I, I I just hope that everybody understands the gravity of this because I, <laughs> I was like, shit. Uh, um, I actually don't want to count this year <laughs> and I'm going to turn 30 this year in July so I don't want to count this year at all I've been telling my friends that I'm going to turn 30 when I want to because clearly things are not happening <laughs> as expected or as planned I don't even think uh, you know Mother Earth was ready for this uh, she's of course Mother Earth I'm I'm very happy that you know we have stayed indoors so that she can breathe I always say this that there is a reason Because the way we were misusing the resources that we had been gifted by her, you know, I always believe that it is karma. So I think that uh, it's as human beings, we've uh, we've got one slap in our face as to, uh, you know, the way we've been treating uh, uh, resources that we have. And, you know, we have been gifted early. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I see it that way, people might be saying, oh, how can you speak like this? But this is how I feel. It's just the honest truth. I think, uh, you know, it all comes a full circle. Uh, anything that you start, you know, from your life to, you know, you, you're you born, you die, you you know, and, and all of that, like you start a journey, you know, it comes to an end and it takes a full circle. Uh, so this is, I think, uh, this is a wake up call for all of us um apart from that i'm still looking forward to the year i'm all i'm an eternal optimist so let's see what this um year has in store for us
1: i think i think as you rightly mentioned that we are getting what we deserve and it's great that mother earth is healing but about your eternal optimism is it tough being eternally optimist even in the darkest of phases phases, how do you maintain that sort of positivity and optim- optimism?
2: See, I'll be honest, okay. Uh, first of all, I am I am optimistic more than I'm pessimistic. I'm not pessimistic at all. In like the like, I'm pessimistic. Like I might be 2% pessimistic because I'm scared. Now I'm pessimistic about things that I have not tried. Like, for example, downloading this app to talk to you. You know, like I'm like, I'm like, so I'm like, I'm a little wary about these things, like not about myself or not about people just generally being good people. We are, I'll tell you, so we are a very, we are a blank slate when we are born. We are a blank slate. This is because I'm I'm talking to you like a counselor now. And I am a realist. I'm not an optimist as such, but I'm a realist. Most of the times, I like to believe that things will fall into place and stuff like that. But in the back of my head, I know that realistically, people uh, like all of us are not, you know, uh, on, on, an, on a level which is, uh, uh, you know, it is, it's, it's not constant and uh, it's not consistent to uh, everybody the level like for example you will be at a level of actualization that I might not even think of because you have been for example you're privileged to have had uh, you know the basic needs in your life like you know um, you know food water shelter love family all of these things you have now for example for for someone like me who's on uh, if I'm on the street and I'm living in a slum uh, for me my basic needs are only not being fulfilled now So for me to get self-actualized and you know, on the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, I'm way down, you know. So for me, half my life goes to coming, uh, goes in uh, just trying to achieve this and trying to kind of uh, maintain an equilibrium over there. So my thing is that, uh, you know, I know for a fact that um, you know, people are uh, different, but you know, across races, across gender, across orientation, across uh, nationalities, and across so social, uh, societal sort of, uh, you know, uh, the, the social fabric, um, people are, when they're born, children, uh, like an infant, is not, it doesn't learn things and come, we, it's, it's a blank slate, you know, our brains are blank slates. what we imbibe is what we uh, imbibe from people around us. So, you know, like, it, like for example, if there is there are people who are eternally pessimistic around me when I'm growing up, or racist, or homophobic, what will happen is that I will instantly pick those things up. Like, for example, if, you know, you have a kid uh, who is born in, let's say, Russia, and that kid has been brought to India, uh, and it grows up for the first four, five years of its life in India, and... Uh, has been exposed to uh, only Indian languages. The child is not going to be able to suddenly speak Russian because he was born in Russia. Because he was brought up in India, he might look like a Russian, because he, will, he might have blonde hair and blue eyes, but he'll speak uh, Marathi or Gujarati because he has, uh, you know, he has imbibed that from the people around him at that age. Those are the most impressionable years of a child. So I think that, you know, it's very essential that we uh, and especially, you know, the human mind plays so many games with us. Like, for example, if I tell you now, don't think of a pink elephant. The first thing you're going to do is think of a pink elephant. Of
1: a pink elephant. Yeah, I think as humans, we are conditioned to challenge authority.
2: Exactly, you know, and then what happens? This is when your cognitive skills are developed. This is not in your initial years. In your initial years, you will take in whatever is thrown at you. This will happen when the infant then becomes in his, you know, curious years, like, you know, when he's eight, nine years, you'll be like, don't touch that. Don't touch this. You want the child you'll see will go and touch it to see what happens. So these are the, you know, this is how we evolve. So we need to make sure that the children from right from a young age are trained to be positive, trained to be, uh, you know, trained to be, well, not positive, I would say realistic. But children need to be, you know, children need to be prepared to face and take on the world. Because the world doesn't come with uh, warnings, you know, your workplace is not going to be like it's not going to happen in our lives, so let's not, you know, we need to kind of expose the child to realistic situations that the child will face. So, this is what happened, and you know, happened in my family when I was growing up. I was uh, really fortunate to have a wonderful family. I had Uh, grew up with my maternal grandparents as well as my parents used to work so I used to shuttle between my parents home and my grandparents home in the same city. I had my aunts uh, you know living with us Um, I used to go to my cousin's house. My cousins used to come to my house I had an older brother who was very supportive uh, and very protective of me. But at the same time you know like if there were any fights and our parents never got involved never got involved you know, they were like, tumne phoda hai, tumne kuch kaan hai, tum, you only do it. You only sort of solve that issue. Go and apologize. Get a slap if you have to. And, you know, and come back. Because that is how you learn as to taking responsibility for your actions. So, I learned when I was very young. So, which is why I am you know, for, for a lot of people, they're like, my God, how are you so confident? How are you so comfortable with yourself? How are you so, you're not know, out there? And how are you, how can you own your... I was like, but I didn't, I was not taught any different. I was taught to own my mistakes. I was taught to own my strengths, weakness, everything. Because they were like, this is your responsibility. And this is what I had been taught since I was very, very young. So I don't, I don't know only how to behave. <laughs> otherwise like you know I don't know like there will be some people who will be like oh no you should be diplomatic I'll be like I know I can be diplomatic sometimes but most of the times I'm just like you know boss now I don't like this like for you know a lot of time what happened was for a while when I was in tv and you know I used to be trained I was trained to like how we have people you know who who are um image consultants and you know pr people yes, and yes. stuff like that so my they used to tell me, you know, essay interviews, Madina, essay karo. Mainne, after a point, I was like, fuck all of you. I was
0: like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how can you tell
2: me? You know, I said, I but my true honest self, like even when I was in the big boss house, chalo, I'm like, you know, talking about it. I was told uh, you know, by uh, people. From when before going, that behave like this, behave like that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I listened to all of them because I was very young. I was 23, and I was very impressionable in terms of my career. Now, just like you know, you come into the world and you're impressionable. um, You know, with whatever, whatever your family is saying, because you've never experienced or you don't know otherwise. My thing was when I did Big Boss. Before that, I had done only five or six TV shows, but you know, I had my own unit. Like it was my show. It was not like, yes, of course, there was one show which was really big that I did before Big Boss, but the other shows were as a VJ because, and, and my unit was a smaller unit. So, I didn't you know how you're supposed to uh, this and that, and you know how you're supposed to behave. Suddenly, because I went into the big league uh, and all eyes were on me because in, it is India's biggest show, reality show. Uh, and when I was on it, I realized that uh, bhai, gyata, and I actually listened to it and you know today if I have to as opposed to today if I have to go today I might not uh, you know like people if I had to go back to the house and as a contestant today I know for a fact that you know um, I would uh, probably make more enemies than friends because I would speak my mind.
1: Exactly. And thank you for mentioning about childhood and how impressionable children are, and what steps need to be taken, because I I also feel that whatever personality we develop, we develop at a very early stage of our life, maybe subconsciously, but uh, even at 22 years, if I'm 22 years old, a lot of my decisions are dictated by the events which happened with me in my childhood. So that's why I want to ask you that. Which is that one memory which has left an you know imprint in your mind and shaped you as a person? Like I'm sure there must have been a lot of them, but like if I were to ask you to pinpoint one memory of your childhood, which 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 you still think about, and you are like, yeah, this happened with me, and because of this, I'm doing this.
2: I mean, but there were so many memories, yeah. I because my that's what I'm saying now. Nah. Like I was, um, my parents were very supportive. I used to. I was uh, the fastest swimmer in Mumbai in my uh, age category for four years. And, uh, you know, those are... Uh, you know, then, back then, and I was very... Like, I was a very... And as kids, you know, our parents don't realize this. So I was very flamboyant. I was very effeminate as a kid also. And I was a very pretty boy. You know, I was not, like, a boy-boy. but boy. I was, like, very pretty. I was very dandy-legs. And, you know, I... Like, if you see my... <laughs> as a kid you'll be like oh god is this a boy or a girl like it's very androgynous you know so I had uh, you know pink lips big eyes beautiful eyebrows curly hair uh, you know and uh, so like uh, like anybody would have thought that you know they would have asked twice like this baby a boy or a girl like you know and then I mean I grew up and then um, so while I was growing up I have had very beautiful memories in fact my uh, like initially, I think that you know, uh, my parents must have my mother especially had uh, dressed me up as I don't know maybe I think a mermaid or something. But then after that, I started I started liking it. Like you know, I started liking the female characters in terms of uh, dressing up as um, uh, what do you call like Ravina Tandan from. You know that yeah. music video which she had done. Uh, I don't like the song's lyrics but she had beautiful costumes in that. Uh, so, and <laughs> I used to dress up as Madhuri and this one. Yeah. And um, Barbie doll. Uh, you know, Barbie. And then, uh, then, then Cinderella and uh, the little mermaid Ariel. So, I used to enjoy doing that as a kid. Like, because... I mean, I, I guess that was my gender expression. Like, you know, I wanted to express that, you know, this is a side of me. Ever since I was a kid, like ever since I was four, five years old. yeah. So, uh, and then I realized that growing up, uh, you know, I started getting, even in school, I started getting the roles off because we were an all boys school. So someone had to play the girls part, right? Yeah. So uh, that someone was me. <laughs> 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 Because obviously, again, as I told you that, you know, out of all the kids in my class, like there were prettier boys than me who were straight, by the way. And I'm just like, okay, uh, can you please give me some of these beauty? uh <laughs> some of this beauty, uh, you know, because what is the use of it for you? Um, but now when I look at them, they've not maintained themselves both things. They look like my dad's classmates. Um uh, and we're we're twenty nine. We're going to be thirty. So, uh, but you know when we were growing up. So, but they were not interested in uh, the performing arts. And I loved. I was very drawn towards performing arts and singing, dancing, everything, drama. Um, having said that, um, those were some very good memories. I don't have one particular memory. I, I, all of these things. See, I remember so many things. Then the fact that I had the largest collection of Barbie dolls uh, ever. Like, I used to love, you know, designing their hair and designing their clothes. And, you know, I used to be like, I used to live my fabulosity fantasy through my Barbies, I think.
1: And I think none of the so called straighter boys would accept it. But every one of us has done that at some point in time or another like braided the hairs of a sister's Barbie or a cousin's Barbie or a or female friend's Barbie or even thought in our heads that this this is how she should look like and uh you should add this to it uh to make it look even better. better. So you
2: should put some lipstick on her or you should change her clothes. Yeah. or you know, And that is what I'm saying. Na. Like, I mean, see, that's not the reason why I'm... Uh, my brother also played with my dolls. But he used to play, like he used to have his G.I. Joes and exactly. he used to make them like, like wrestle and stuff like that. I don't know. And then he used to make them kiss and all that, which was very awkward for me. But uh,
0: you know, so, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the thing is that um and then, you know, he had so when we were young, we my parents didn't tell us that, oh, because you all are boys, you should not play with dolls, or you are y'all you should not play with a kitchen set, or you all should not they used to just buy us toys because they were toys. Now toys label tumko? you know. Like it's just silly, nah. Like I mean, it's 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 a toy at the end of the day. Why are you put? Why are we putting labels to toys also now?
1: But we are conditioned as a society. We are conditioned to do that. Yeah, that's
2: like... what I'm saying, na? That's what I'm saying. So exactly, exactly what I'm saying is that you know, only girls will play teacher teacher. The girl will be the teacher. The boys will be the students. But no, I don't understand this. Like, is you know, so even while growing up, you know, other. T- Teachers, uh, like our older sisters or or our older female friends while playing would be the teacher and we will all be the students. Uh, So I think that all these things are, you know, are taught to us because we see it happening around us and stuff. Exactly. And then that becomes a norm, you know. And so therefore, you know, people say we're conditioned, but then that's exactly what I told you previously, that we shouldn't condition ourselves like this. In fact, we should not because, you know, a lot of times what happens is that whatever you've learned as a kid, then when you grow up and you go into the real world, you have to unlearn a lot of things that you have learned as a kid.
1: And it becomes really tough for you to unlearn.
2: Yeah, it becomes too tough. Because a lot of, time, a lot of times what happens is that people become rigid, Like they're like, no, our taught us. Haan, but your mother are not, uh, they are not like the authority on anything. Like in terms of they can be authority and don't eat this, don't do this at a home. But in the outside world, you can't say that Mere ne bola ki, kali billi cross it is bad, ba- a bad omen. You know, like it just doesn't make sense. Like there are people who don't believe in superstitions or something. They laugh at you. Like if you say this to somebody from another country or another, uh, you know, in some other part of the world. And I've seen people doing this. You know, like <laughs> in ah. other countries also, you know, like a, a black cat or a cat is passing, you know, or crosses the road or something. You know, they'll be like, I've seen this happening with my own friends. Okay. My Indian friends will tell our friends from abroad, don't, don't, don't cross one second. I'm going to just, uh, we have to walk backwards. And my friend oh. is like, what? Are you drunk? like you
1: know <laughs> okay i cannot uh, you're saying this i'm agreeing to it but i cannot imagine it happening have to say it does happen yeah someone this. doing this out uh, someone doing this abroad and <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But,
2: but, and, and also you know the 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 thing is that you know that is one thing where it's me bar you won't believe it so many times i have i've traveled the world and Again, you know, one of my Indian friends we were traveling with, and uh, and we were living with uh, this other couple, you know, and it was a uh, lesbian couple. And uh, every time, my we, we were four of us, and we were living with the two of them. And every time his, uska pair lagta tha, kisiko, You know, he used to do that. We, oh, I'm, uh, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, oh. Aise We used to touch it, touch our hand to her chest and our lips and pray you know nah, so yeah, she yeah. used to be like what are you doing what is what is this what is this what are you doing so he's like no you know um, back home and our feet touches anybody you know we pray we we say sorry and we pray like that and i'm like being oh god you know it's as if they are not used to it so you know the thing is that they i mean of course they find it funny you know they're like it's it's okay it it's, and also they find it very endearing sometimes uh, in terms of they're like wow that's cute but but at the end of the day like yeah yeah. you know a lot of superstitions we have a lot of superstitions you know and and I think that and we've been conditioned again so that's the thing don't uh, don't cut your nails in the dark because this and that don't if you swallow a seed of a fruit Mm. Ah. you know there are very absurd things that you know we come up with and it's, you know, it, as a kid, and I was like, scandalized for the life of me uh, as a kid. Uh, because my aunt had used to tell me that, you know, if you swallow the seed, um, uh, you have to drink lots of water. Otherwise, what will happen is that that seed so it'll will become a tree. your stomach and it will become a tree.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So but, I'm like, but just imagine how what are all these things? You know, like and these are very trivial things, of course. But there are other things also, like, you know, gender roles, for example. You know? but my thing is that, you know, it is comfortable for a woman to wear a shirt and trousers. Yaar. You know, all the time she cannot be in a sari, and it's okay. I mean, she can wear a, uh, she can wear whatever she wants. It doesn't make her less of a girl. And we do, We how can we uh, dictate a womanhood or manhood to men or women and tell them how manly or womanly they must be or they must behave? Who are we? We are some um, university of manhood or, uh, you know, womanhood. What is going on? So I think that we need to accept people in all their shades and in all their... Uh, in in all the dimensions that they have been created. See, because if everybody imagined, Shubham, if everybody was the same, how boring we would be. How boring it would be if we were all the same. We all spoke like each other. We all sounded like each other. We all behaved like each other. So, you know, this thing about... um, This is also one of the reasons why India at the Miss Universe pageant, and this, I will say it because... Uh, all these trainers and all they used to try see now because the thing is that they used to try and make clones of Sushmita Aishwarya and uh, this one what's the other one after them that one, I think uh, Diana wow. uh, Diana Diana Hayden and of course yeah. even after that too there was Lara there was uh, Priyanka there was yeah. L- Dia Mirza there were a lot um, and Manushi and all of these girls but you know for a very long time if you see the trainers in India, they tried to make them look, make them sound, make them behave like Aishwarya and Sushmita. The thing was that Aishwarya and Sushmita had become the uh, inke clones banane hai hume. Yeah, They were the standard. Hai, uh, they were the standard. So what they didn't understand and this is why, this is one of the reasons why we didn't win as much or we didn't we didn't do very well is because the authenticity of the girl was hidden just because it's a beauty pageant they've created these absurd standards of womanhood or uh, how to behave like a girl you know to be, you behave like they're very celibate they're very virginal they're very like oh my god and i'm like what are you trying to show you know i, I was just like you know the girl is oh my god she's you know very um uh, she's very delicate and you know that no i mean i'm and i'm so glad that we changed it in the past uh, i think in 2018 or 19 there was nehal chudasma who went if you see her body oh my god and she's a fitness instructor she's a f- fitness trainer herself these are the women we need to go, even if she doesn't feature in top 20 top 10 it doesn't matter but, but to it say uh, girls can yes girls can be and girls can come in every form and in every profession and every uh, you know uh, in every shape size color and uh, you know anything they want to be so that is when you are essentially celebrating uh, you know womanhood or manhood in all its its glory not like this that raho aisa tum aisa thoda, you know kamar what is, what is this rubbish? You know, even till today, all these people, now I'll tell you another thing. Why we are conditioned and why boys think that just because they have something between their legs, they are superior to girls. Some boys, not all boys. A lot of boys are beautiful, amazing human beings. They are much better than some women also. Uh, you know, like, because they're just so, again, because it, they are bringing. So, you know, I have seen so many boys that just think and, that they are superior to women and more powerful than women is because they are the the only thing that makes them feel that way is the fact that they have something between their legs that women don't okay it's it is a truth just because they think that they can they have the power and it is so disappointing is because they learn all these things from their father brother uncle This is all the con the child. See, again, going back to that first point that I made, the child is not going to know jack shit about what discrimination is or what you know, uh, feminism is. Nothing, the child is going to be, uh, you know, it's going to take form only because and due to the fact that people around him or her is uh, are speaking uh, a certain language or uh, speaking a certain in a in a certain tone and looking down on someone or saying something rude, nasty. the child picks it up. The child automatically starts disrespecting his own mother, his own sister. question who commit crimes against women teri maa hoti, teri hoti. Unko koi farak I'll tell you that also because they have seen this happening with their own mothers and sisters. Exactly. And they believe that there is nothing wrong in doing it. So when we say, and they हो They are also treated like this at home. this at home. My thing is that, you know, this is why it is very essential. That we don't give, uh, you know, we we tell boys that you uh, are not superior in any way or any form and that is what feminism means. That a woman should be treated with equality, equity, equal opportunity, and respect and dignity as much as a man should be treated. Not more or less. You know, it's not because uh, you're a woman then you can go around slapping men and accusing men. No, that is also wrong. That is not feminism. So this is, you know, all these things need to be taught to our children. Na? Like now there are people who are suddenly coming out and saying we are anti-feminists. Because feminism too, a joke. Which is also uh, what they're trying to say is that the idea of feminism has been twisted for convenience sake. Which is true. But the thing is that the whole, the effort of feminism and the movement of feminism cannot be rubbished. It is a reality because we are a patriarchal society. As a as by and large, we are a patriarchal society. Gay, You know, this this is what we need to. We need to see look at the representation in your cabinet of ministers. Look at the representation in your uh, in in positions of power in corporate jobs. Look at all these things. Na, because girls are not allowed to study only after a point. They this in This happens also in, um, in, in uh, educated families. It's not only exactly. the uneducated. Yeah. The, I was coming this to this one. Exactly. That, and this that happens you're
1: talking, about, you're talking about representation in uh, parliament or in corporate structure. But there is no equal representation in the household as well like for example the our parents generation including both the father and the mother have normalized the patriarchal behavior and have conditioned males and females their children in certain way that those gender roles have been inscribed in their mind to to i have seen people that i've seen families in which they have two children a male and a female and both of them are of same age and to this they they assign gender roles ki if if someone has to go out for grocery shopping at eight, after 8 in the night then it has to be the boy exactly it's so,
2: not only that These are so no, small I'll things. Tell you why. Now, yes and also because i'll tell you now shubham now for example you uh, you're a child okay uh, you're the male child i'm the female child we will both go to work we will go both do the equal amount of work maybe i will probably work more than you and uh, but i'm a girl okay uh, so our parents will will tell us that uh, and this and that and you know you'll get all that even these small things okay and then i come from work and uh, they'll be like the you know, mother will be like chalo chalo, uh, kitchen mein aake meri madad kar. exactly you understand the, the thing is that even after working that girl is supposed to come and you know cook in the kitchen I'm like but she worked probably more than your son did You and know and start start why can't your up. son also come and help you i'm not saying no that none of the children should help i think if you are staying with your parents and if you are if you are staying on in their house then it is your duty to help them you're not some uh, you know you're not some fucking lord falkland you know you have to help around the house and this is exactly what i'm saying you are a man woman your transgender doesn't matter you, the respect has to be equal given and taken both from both sides, all sides, everything given and taken, respect has to be the same for everybody. And this is exactly what. And the boys don't have any problem. Bahar Jake, they will make it look like Baba, we are, you, you know, feminist, we support woman power and women empowerment and this, that. And they will say, or Gharpe. So the thing is that what sort of a feminist are you? What sort of equality you're talking about? In at home only, you all don't do this. Then at and, and outside, you all are just doing this for, you know, to get two or three more likes on Instagram. You know, it's just very, it's a facade. So I think we need to really, uh, and, and and you know, and I've seen this also that, you know, other ladies, um the When the girl goes and does work and she has to stay late at, at the work, uh, then they will be like yeah. late jati. Uh, late I'm like, what's going on? What is wrong with people and how can they talk like this? And my thing is that I'll be honest with you, I'm not I'm not saying this. Um See, I am I was born a man, right? I'm, I'm, I identify as, as my gender assigned at birth is male. Uh, but the thing is that I have a perfect synergy of male and female energy in me. And I'm very proud of it. So my thing is that it doesn't matter whether you are gay straight again. But to respect somebody and I have seen in our own, you see in the society how badly we treat gay people or lesbians or transgender people. We make fun of them. They are the subject to ridicule and especially transgender people because they are so visibly uh, community and they are so visibly uh, out there. They have been ostracized from society, they have been forced to beg, they have been forced to do sex work. And when you mother or Your mother will not go and uh, uh, take the services of a sex worker. Our brothers and our male friends and our fathers and uncles will do that when we are sleeping. You're understanding what I'm saying? These are mm-hmm. the things that we need to also understand that we have done that for our convenience because the thing is that uh, we... So what happens is that, you know, like this is what happens. They ostracize them. They remove them. They ridicule them. And at the same time, इन्ही लोगों को हम बुलाते हैं हमको दुआएं देने के लिए जब बच्चा पैदा होता है जब शादी होती है उनके आशीर्वाद लेते हैं हम क्योंकि तब इट इज वेरी hamari culture और हम बोलते हैं ये तो हमारे कल्चर में है अच्छा तो हमारे कल्चर में है तो जब वो हमारे कल्चर में है तो उन, उनको क्यों निकाल के उनको इतनी गालियां देते उनका रेप करते you're part of a culture. What is this double standards? What are these double standards? You know, you don't have to do that. You don't have that. You know, you don't have to do that. You don't have to You in our, uh, in, in such rich culture. We are so rich in culture. When we talk about mythology and we talk about, you know, our gods and goddesses, we celebrate it so beautifully all around. It is, it's like a Diwali, you see Diwali, holy, any festival, the Sarah, Navratri, and everything like Eid, we celebrate, we celebrate, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Christmas, we celebrate all the festivals that are there, and uh, you know we don't, we we completely disregard the fact that ये भी हमारे culture में है कि हर treat करना ये हम हमारी we just completely ignore it because we are like humko na, then we become uncomfortable because my God no 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 हम उनको दान में या भीख में देंगे but हमारे बाजू में आके अगर वो खाएंगे तो हमको तकलीफ होती है
1: Exactly. We have very convenient. Since our history, like you very correctly mentioned, that our history is so rich and full of unique examples, we very conveniently choose the parts of history which satisfy our point of view. And it's really to. to at time, even even I do that. I cannot deny that I don't do it. I'm sure you also do it to prove a point at sometimes. But at a fundamental level, when it's when when you're taking humans into consideration, I don't think that we we should morally allow ourselves to choose convenient parts of history just to prove a point.
2: I never do that. I have may I'm telling you, you know, there are a lot of my friends also. They're like you know somebody with, the, uh, for example, somebody who's come to beg. Okay. In uh like my friends will be like, put the window up, put the window up quickly. I'm like, Why? That's a child. So I want to just have a conversation with the child. So and I, you know, if I'll remove a chocolate and give the child, they'll you know, very quietly, they'll they'll take it, but they will take it and hide it. Because it's a better So I asked
1: them,
2: you know, do you go to school? Do you learn? Do you would yes, have them, on the traffic signal so, uh, so I'm like okay cool so then so I was like yeah. then, she, then that girl said yeah, I and my here, and we live here this, you know, near my house so you know when I talk to them and stuff like that because the thing is that excuse me who has taught us to hate on people it is just circumstance that they are over there Ke, you know, they might be talking to somebody in that predicament my thing is that you know, the, the problem is that we have been again conditioned to believe that just because we have, we have the privilege that we are uh, you know superior to somebody else we are nobody to be superior to anyone I believe and uh, especially because of what you are born into or what you have become in the course of your journey uh, journey of life so uh, exactly this is what i was saying also you know that you know log aate hain, uh, we are all born naked we are all born without any uh, gold or silver or diamonds in our on our we are all uh, we look nearly the same we, we look uh, all of us uh, unless we are born with some disability but otherwise all of us have two hands two legs two eyes some of the some of the some of our brothers and sisters are not even blessed to have that You know, and that is the only thing uh, that, you know, we should feel that, okay, they should and they should be given more importance because they have not had the uh, chance of proving themselves as much as we have had. So that's the only thing we need to, that's the only difference I see and in a positive way I see that, okay, that these are people that are different from us and that is our duty to take care of them. Like somebody who has Down syndrome, somebody who was, um, you know, physically disabled, some someone who's born blind, somebody who's not got hearing uh, capabilities. These are people, uh, or without a limb, or people who are conjoined and 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 have less movement uh, uh, abilities. These are people we need to take care of. These are people we need to, uh, you know, are different from us, unique from us, but not uh, they're not another species. There are people only, right? This is also what I'm saying that, you know, people need to realize and, and you know, a lot of people, a lot of uh, parents that, you know, disown their children because they're gay or lesbian uh, will not have a problem disown, uh, not, uh, you know, taking care of a child with the Down syndrome or a child yeah. who is who has hearing disabilities or something like that. But if the child is gay and is fully functional and a productive member of society, they will disown that child just because he's gay. You know, that, so I think people need to really understand that the child is first your child and then 10 other things.
1: I get your point that people are being discriminated on the ground of their physicality and then and then you very rightly mentioned that people disown their child if if he or she is a gay or a lesbian but I wanted to know from you that is there a societal pressure on the parents of those people that which makes them disown their children like one parent can be open to the fact of their child's sexuality but they are but they are fearful of the society that what if people find out and then they say that we have associated us with a person who identifies himself or herself as a gay or a lesbian or, or someone who, who does not have a binary sexuality. Yeah.
2: So a lot of people, a lot of parents tell their children that, we've said it, okay. But have to go it, It's like that. Why? Because they love their child at the end of the day. And they're like, why do you have to go and make it public? Why do you have to tell everybody? Why do you have to... Say? Are because... Uh, why shouldn't I? It's not like I'm I'm going and announcing it on the rooftop. But if somebody asks me, I will tell them that no, I'm not interested in girls. Why I should I hide that aspect? And why should you? And all to these parents, I will tell them this societal pressure that they talk about. This society doesn't come not to help you when you are in uh, in trouble. Then you, then you have your family. So why, why don't you take care and why don't you uh, value your family because of valuing opinions of other people and what they feel about your family is very secondary it comes very much later these are the same people that when you are in need of uh, you're in dire need of help they will not uh, they will give you suggestions not solutions so these are not people here uh, you know there are people who have a problem with even God who they have not seen oh, okay <laughs> like one thing is to not believe in God at all. Okay. But one thing is to say that we have problems with not only people, we have problems with a higher power that we have not seen. Only as human beings, we are uh, so sometimes we become so uh, we become such uh, uh, you know, we, we go mad in a, in a way because you know, it's, it's there's nothing, there's no adjective to use also. Because uh, we become so uh, uh, used to become so critical about things that after we have started uh, we don't have any more human beings to criticize. We start cre- criticizing inanimate objects, or we start yeah. criticizing, you know, the, but, way, the air and you know the the sunlight, the the, the, the air, and then you know then cloud. Why is it? Oh God, it started raining. You know, it's like people are just. and I told this. Some people are never happy they will always try and find out some or the other flaw or thing. So, to these people, why will you take their opinion? Or why will you give a damn about your child not being accepted by them? It's not their child, it's your child. And when you accept your child and say that, it's normal, what is the big deal? My child is coming first in school, okay, is an extreme, is an overachiever in everything he or she does, Uh, has got Uh, a scholarship from the best universities to study and is going to get an internship in and is going to get an internship in one of the best uh, companies with a fat paycheck and gets to also pursue his uh, co-curricular activities and is doing superbly and also happens to be gay. Whereas the neighbor's child is straight, for example, is a straight boy is going around molesting girls, has failed college, has failed, is not getting a job, is just sitting at home, uh, you know, surviving on his uh, leeching of his father and um, going and doing all this gunda Garbi. Who would you prefer to be your son? I would prefer this child who is, uh, you know, making us proud, taking care of us as a family and respecting uh, people around him, respecting women, respecting elders, respecting people in general. Rather than having that person who's straight, you know? And this, people will not talk about. Th- that parent of that person, that child who is going around uh, creating all this nuisance, mm-hmm. that neighbor's uh, Do uh-huh. you get what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, what rubbish? My mother And slap her and you uh, see You know what I'm
0: saying?
2: (laughs) But my parents are like that because my parents have the balls to stand for me. Which is why I have become strong. And it's very essential that parents support their child, you know, uh, and give that child unconditional love. Because I'm not saying that all gay children or all gay men or women uh, will grow up to be, you know, and and are all good people. There are criminals even in uh, the community okay it's not like we have come from some other planet we also have aspirations we also have we also feel love hate anxiety nervousness uh envy all those emotions we also feel so it's not like we are not capable of being criminal that is also another thing i want to say you know but at the same time not to say that all of us are going to be the best people. But more, moreover, if you see in the community, we crave one thing and that is love. And one, one thing that is acceptance. These are, these are the two things, sorry, not one thing. Two things that we crave as a community. If you see majorly across, uh, you know, uh, social strata and uh, the fabric. If you see, we are the ones that crave people to just acknowledge us. You know, to just accept and say or just smile at us. so many times where, you know, we don't even look at we have been told not to even look uh, in the direction of a transgender person.
1: Exactly. <laughs> 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 I've I've had these conversations and I've had this conversation with people that on my to and all, all this and
2: that Exactly.
1: <laughs> but, but these are the conversations which a norm with which an average Jew has
2: to put this out. I just wanted to put this out before you continue. And uh, I just wanted to say that you know the, the Hijra community in our country is the oldest transgender subcommunity in the world. We should be proud of them we should be accepting not only accepting accept they should be accepting us because they are uh, they are considered demigods in our civilization or in in our mythology uh, over the years they were considered gods they were considered demigods मतलब, uh, it, it's very powerful so we yeah. should be they should accept us. your yeah, acceptance ka jo term hai is like already putting yourself on a pedestal when you say i accept you Matlab, main tum, tumko dekh niche you are anyway below me so i accept you this term we need to get rid of i i believe that you know i respect you is better i respect your choices i respect your uh, your um, orientation i respect what you're doing. I respect your job. I respect your family. This accept is a wrong term and I think we need to stop using it. Even I need to stop using it in my conversation because see, I'm so con- conditioned to use acceptance. acceptance. I think respect is what we need to change and replace accept with. We need to respect. We might not see, for example, we might not even be comfortable with something but we respect. From a distance also we can respect people. You know, and and, and we can respect the fact that we have difference in opinion. So that much maturity should be there in people, and and that will only start when we uh, start with conditioning and 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 actually not conditioning just teaching the child at a very young age that these are several possibilities that you might encounter in in your journey of life. But you know, and and all these absurd things, you know, it was crazy, like, uh, like then and my in my childhood i remember what all absurd things we were taught in the like you know like friends used to say it or you know somebody who like amari aya bolti you know i was like what are you talking yeah? you know like it's just now when i like think of it uh, don't whistle at night because the snakes will come uh, <laughs> don't say snake at night <laughs> Because the snake will come. I'm like, what? And then if you see somebody, if, if you see a uh, a Sikh person, if you see a Sardarji, then you have to clap. I'm like, what? Well, who, who does all this? <laughs> what are you teaching your children? And oh this God. is... Yeah, it was very stupid. It was, then don't look at uh, trans people. Don't breathe. Oh my God. They, I had one Aya who ha, used to tell me and my brother, don't breathe. When uh, 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 a transgender person comes to beg, don't breathe in that direction because you'll become like them. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> it? It was so absurd. Who says this to people? But of course, see, they were from the gaon and all of that. But the thing is that I've seen a lot of people coming out of gowns and all who are also very, very, uh, very... Um, uh, what do you say, very human and, and, and they're, they're very evolved they're very evolved uh, but but these girls, you know, they used to <laughs> and as a kid I used to do it also, like because as a kid I used to be like, oh, because we didn't know now nah, what is, we didn't know good from bad, yeah, so we used to and then when I grew up, I was like, shit, what what were we taught, what were we doing you know so it was crazy uh, but of course, now things are much better.
1: Now things, used to, you see, is, uh, have improved. So that's a good thing. So as we as we move towards the end of this podcast, uh, if I were to ask you to give a few pointers to anyone who's listening to this, uh, what would they be? It can be regards in the terms of being more inclusive. It can be regards in terms of, in, it can be terms regards of anything. What, if if Sushant were to give pointers to the listeners of this podcast, what would they be? See, the only
2: uh, points I would like you to take away from this podcast is to learn how to respect people for whatever and whoever they are. Apart from that, I don't give anybody any suggestions or any, uh, you know, any tips or anything because I am no, uh, how do you say this? I'm not any authority to dictate terms to somebody else and how they should live their life i think it. everybody uh, has the right to make mistakes learn from those mistakes and then probably not make those mistakes again but even then i think it's their life they can do whatever they want but just understand and realize that you are not an authority to dictate terms to anybody else and if i'm saying that uh, if i'm saying these things then i also need to live by it so uh mere uh, hisab i think the only thing you need to do we all need to do regardless of where we come from and where we go to is respect people that's all i would like to say because other than that there is really nothing else once you start respecting people for whoever they are of course uh, you know even there are some sometimes i'm just like criminal hai criminal pakda gaya, criminal ko saza Bas uska. You know, the thing is that that's it. On top of that, you know, when what happens is that then we show our vindictive side, you know, you know, the thing is that there are authorities in place to take care of all these things, and uh, you know, because then what happens, we are not consistent, we are not consistent with uh, even so. What happens is that your credibility as somebody who is uh you know and wants to be an authority on things and saying that if there is a rape of a minor then that person needs to be hung but if it is if, if he rapes a girl who is above the age of 18 or a woman or uh, even a senior woman uh you know my thing is that who speaks like this so your consistency in your uh, in your so-called uh uh, you know, uh, your Jo Tumhare Jo Usme consistency So the thing is that I would suggest to, to people that if you want to be a certain authority or a voice, then be consistent. If you want to protest, you protest all human rights. You want to protest, you go if you want to protest climate change, then you protest climate change everywhere, not only in your part of your uh, the part of your country or in your city or wherever then you have to go and protest everything because what happens is that you know when when people say that uh, nahi uh, dalit insaan hai to dalit ke rights are important but jo hijra community hai un abhi they are not important you know ya fir lgbt community ko kya itna chada ke rakh diya hai wo matlab to kya ho gaya ye hai theek hai kya hai. no I, i'm like you can't say that then you know, when you're talking about migrant workers, then also you should talk about uh, freelance artists, freelance, um, uh, you know, people who are writers, assistant directors, uh, chefs, or whatever. They're also the daily wage, you know? They might not, uh, they, we might not make them look like that, but there are also so many people I know personally have left this city and gone because they can't afford Mumbai. They've gone back to wherever they've come from. They've gone to Kohima, they've gone to Assam, they've gone to Delhi, they've gone back to their hometowns. But they can't, they cannot afford this damn city. So we are not raising our voices for them. Because what is it? Oh, I mean, they yes, so can stay, right? Oh, so workers, if they are going to go and go and go and go, because they don't have money in flights, so they have whatever they have done, they are going to the flight and they are going to their own home. Or going to the train, or going to the car. But they are also going back. My thing is that the consistency is not there. So then it's best not to have not to, to sit on a high horse and say that we will support this, 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 this cause a in, in, in what are you doing? You choose this subject in right? college that we will take this combination we will take the combination of Dalits, Muslims and this and that and we will take the Hidjins and gayers and freelance artists that is not human for us that is not humanity this you can't do I'm sorry. So, you know, if you have to, you have to, you know, uh, 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 when you say humanities, every human being is who what you're studying about or what you're fighting for. When you say human rights, the Dalit is as human as somebody uh, who is, um, you know, um, and, and, and this is, first of all, I don't, I, I feel bad to say this also why we are even talking about in this day and age, Muslim-Hindu, this is also so stupid in my opinion that we are fighting about Hindu-Muslim, who is Hindu, who is Muslim, who is hijra, who is woman, we are talking in this time, let's see. And you know like the Mother Earth must be laughing that in this pandemic, maybe these people are talking about this. So they can't happen anything. You know, our whole, I think, uh, the human race, it cannot be helped in, you know, after a point if we don't do something to, about ourselves. See, These are all man-made, This is what happens terrorism, or uh, casteism, or classism, hua, elitism, or uh, homophobia. This is what we have made yeh oh. convenience ke बनाया, बनाया बना बना बना, even the people who are atheists and are listening to us this is not something that is inborn or inbred in this, this doesn't come with like free. Bigot, bigoted ho to homophobic free ho ye jo sab pura discrimination hai ye sab casteism racism fascism ye hum log yahan par ye isi hum isi dharti pe seekhte hain ek dusre se ye humko sikhaya nahi jata hai kisne. this we learn we pick up again going back to the first point so the thing is that uh, all these things when we see na shubham you will understand how fucked up we are as a race and how much we have to uh, really improve on ourselves and that's when you will see, you know, when people say world peace, world peace, world peace, world peace will only happen and, you know, peacefully, because the thing is that we have not never been uh, taught or we have never, we've not made an effort to learn how to put ourselves in an, another person's shoes or in another person's uh, situation in in, in, in and, and sort of see the you know, world from their eyes. We've exactly. not, we've not made an effort. We have not made an effort. So, hamlo jab ghare pe baat ke ek social media post banate hain ya fir hum log bolte hai, this should not be done. This is rubbish. This is ridiculous. Bhai, tumne kya kia iske liye? Tumne kia kya hai? Tum ghar pe ke, agar post ho, aur, you know, you're making a statement or something from home. Yes, you are entitled to your opinion. But your opinion has no value because you have not done any groundwork yourself. Tomorrow, I'm telling you, when people are talking about all this, uh, you know, the migrant workers and stuff like that, you know, when they have, these are the same people that didn't want to pay their uh, house help for the first month. um, Exactly. Yes. and, And wanted them to stay back and they didn't want to pay them and they didn't even want to keep them in their house. So, and these are the same people who are like, wow, we are so emotional. Our eyes are from our eyes. Our <coughs> I have never seen bigger hypocrites than these people who will say one thing and who will do the other. So, therefore, we should not give anybody else a suggestion. And you grow and you kind of make sure that you are not. Uh, you know you are not discriminating but what you, you, you want to say do do whatever but just learn, just know that you will be treated like how you treat and as i said life comes to a full circle so today you might be sitting and looking down on somebody and you know abusing them or going like, hey, and they can take your place so always learn to be humil- humble um, and humility is a is a bone, you know, is an asset. Not a lot of it's a virtue. So you have to learn to be, you know, accepting, respect, respect people. And uh, that's that's all I have to say, you know, really.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much Shoshan, for doing this with us.
0: With this, we wrap up today's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and stay tuned to get acquainted with the lesser-known human stories of India. Make sure that you're following Project in Club on all our social media platforms.